it was my one-eyed chicken. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Axe and Iron Podcast. I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metal Works, joined by my co-host, Roy the Psychopath Scott from Vintage Axe Works. And today we have a very special guest all the way from Florida, everybody's favorite pirate, Wayne Melligan. Is it Melligan? I said that right, right? I hate Melligan. People. Melligan, yeah. Wayne Melligan. Melligan from Pirate Forge. Arr, ahoy, mateys. What's going on, man? <laughs> Last time we talked to you was about 10 months ago. And it yeah. looks like you've been fucking rocking and rolling ever since. Yeah, man. I've, I've been I've been a little busy. Yeah. Yeah. No shit, you have. How's it going? It's going good. Going 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 real good, man. Just uh, out there on the grind, and uh, new things keep happening, man. Like I think I told you guys last time. You know, as as a bladesmith or a blacksmith, metal worker, my my main goal is just to keep improving and keep doing new new stuff. And um, dude, I've been right on right on target with that yeah no shit man talk about some of the stuff that you've been putting out this what do you what do you call it death mascus or death mascus what what, hang on stop for that bring that fucking coffee cup back up (laughs) that's the most ridiculous coffee cup (laughs) badass motherfucker it's got a gun for a fucking handle Handle. there it is (laughs) i would expect nothing less Coffee cup don't lie, bros. Oh, coffee cup don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say it. Coffee cup oh said my! It for me. Holy shit! Yeah. I for those it. of you who are unaware, what Roy's talking about is Wayne calls his Damascus Death Mascus. Is there a reason you call it Death Mascus? Hell yeah! You seen the cut test videos? Because you're killing yeah. pigs. Well, you're not killing pigs, but you're cutting pigs. Well, it's pigs a little more than killing pigs, man. Damn, the things look like I'm Same. cutting through a Vienna sausage, man. They don't even yeah. move. The sword, the sword picks up speed as it's going through the stuff, man. It's uh, yeah. I know my uh, the, the the whole the death mask is thing. Um, well, obviously I'm a little bit a little bit <coughs> like stuff like that, but um, Damascus. You know, it's, everyone always makes Damascus 1095, 15 and 20, 1080, 15 and 20. Some 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 ten series still with with fifteen and twenty, right? Um, you know, but I've never heard of anyone doing it with ADCRB two. ADCRB two is like a super spring still, is what it's referred to as. It's supposed to be superior to fifty one sixty. So you know, ADCRB two is a really badass still with a good heat treat. It's a badass still. Fifteen and twenty is a badass still with those big nickel carbides. So I was like, why not take these two super badass stills? And make a badass Damascus, but you just can't call it Damascus at that point. It, that's okay. when it becomes Death Death Damascus, man. <laughs> death Damascus. You damn, you damn right. You damn. Now, are right. you are you making these swords and uh, knives and stuff? Are they custom orders? Or are you just making them and people are buying them? How's that work? For the most part, I just make what I want, man. I can't yeah. stand. I can't stand doing custom work. It's that's just awesome. uh, for for me. You know, if you're always doing the same stuff or you're always doing what everyone else wants you to do, you're not really growing as an artist quite as much. You know, I think I've been able to grow and improve with my skills really fast because the things I take on are things that I, you know, aren't super efficient at. You know, I want the challenge. You know, that's why people are bigger, bigger and bigger on these swords. And um, so, yeah, most of them aren't commissioned. Um, Usually by the time I'm halfway through it, I've got several folks lined up that are very interested in it. And when I get done with the piece, that's whenever I will price it. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I never really know how many hours. It doesn't matter if I put 100 hours into the last sword or 200, whatever. You just never know what, what I'm going to do because it's, it's growing organically itself as I'm, as I'm doing the build. But, um, yeah, long story short, most of my stuff I just make whatever. Now, I do make some custom things because it's nice if you've got a customer lined up for a sword, especially some of these crazy swords that I make. Yeah. Um, because I mean, shit, guys. I mean, you can drop several thousands of dollars just in materials on yep. some of these swords. True. So, yeah. so some folks, it's it's uh, you dump all that money and time, you know, and you don't know if you're going to sell the thing at the end of it. So it, it is nice to have some folks lined up. And uh, so and, whenever you have people lined up, are they are they really specific about what they want, or is it, hey, I want something by you, just make me something cool, whatever comes out of your fucking crazy brain, just I'll take it. Most of the folks that are lined up, man, they they have been following my stuff. They like my style, and, dude, they kind of give me artistic freedom. They may say a few things that they kind of want to see, 
But other right. than that, dude, they're like, hey, I, we believe in you, whatever you make. It's going to be badass, so just do your thing, bro. So that, that is fucking awesome. That's like, that's everyone's dream. I would, that that's my dream. I, I assume that most makers kind of fall into that category also. Absolutely. The name Pirate Forge, we, we talked about a little bit the last time you were on. Your whole forge is set up like a goddamn haunted house. Right? <laughs> your quench tank's in the ground. And you, a you haunted set, house? You set a, well, you said you'd set it up like a haunted house before. No, I said it, like was, a it was a haunted house. It was a haunted house. When we first bought this house in the shop next door, we wanted to throw a big-ass party. So right. we turned it into this elaborate haunted house. It was wild, man. And and that was the whole way it started because I had the the bar kind of decked out like a haunted house. It's like shit, this is really cool. Yeah. I want to leave this year round. It's kind of piratey looking. Let's just call it a pirate bar. So right, I had right, right. A pirate bar out there, and then and then you know whenever I, I started blacksmithing or bladesmithing, because that's what actually made. I think we I don't know if we talked about it last episode. What got me into it was I was building like this dungeon in the back of my pirate bar, an extra room, you know, the yeah. captain's the captain's quarters, and I built this. <laughs> I, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's fucking committed, shiver, guys. Shiver me timbers, bro. Oh, my God. So, so it was a four-inch four door. The door was four inches thick. All yeah. the metal cladding and stuff all over it. Yep. Spikes all over it. It was badass. But I wanted to put a Mortise lock in it so I could use a skeleton key, right? right. And the skeleton key it came with was only, like, built for a small door, you know? Right. And this door is four inches thick. So... I saw all those guys on the Forged and Iron TV show or the, yep. the Forged and Bonfire show. Yeah. I said, man, shit, I could probably do that. And so, yeah, I went and got a little anvil. Dude, I forged – I straight up forged a skeleton key, and that was the first thing I ever heated and and beat with a hammer. Yeah. So was, yeah. What was that? So, yeah, it got me into it, and then whenever I got wanted a business name, I was like, you know, people are always calling me a pirate and whatnot because I live yeah. here on the coast. I'm always out in the water and just – like, shit, it's stuck. Pirate Forge. So for the listeners out there, this is not a shtick. I, I mean, I've been friends with Wayne for a year and a half now, and this motherfucker has not changed. He is living this fucking life. I mean, it is no joke. Like, your videos of you out in the fucking swamp um, drinking fucking natty daddy bullshit stuff and, you, you know, your fucking your parties that you throw. Like, you are living this fucking life. And, I mean... It, it's not it's not for me, but like it is totally a hundred percent fucking Captain Wayno over here. Like it is, it's you. Wayne, you're missing you, out. You're missing out, guys. Do you out. have lights in your shop? Because every <laughs> single video that you post, it is dark, and like you're in a cave or a cavern. And is that just for dramatic effect, or do you legit not have any? No, lights? I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm pretty sensitive to light, man. I'm, I'm not right. like have like a vampire. I like it really dark. <laughs> One yeah, level I, I, of weirdness. Yeah. I, no, I've, I've always, I've always had some good. I, I was, see, I was, I was a night shift nurse, dude. I worked night shift for six years, so I think whenever you yeah. live in the dark for six years, it's like, yeah. But um, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, out there in the forge, there, there are lights. I actually just switched out all the, all the light bulbs in the shop lights out there, guys. Right on. But, but um, I, I like to forge in the dark. Cool. Because. Because you can see the you can see those colors, those stills, and everything just looks way more badass. And oh yeah, so. okay, I agree. So there, there, are, there, there are there are lights. There's lights everywhere. Lots of fire. The fire yeah. lights up a lot of I stuff. I know you too, love so. setting shit on fire. I'm a big fan <laughs> of that. One of the most important questions I wanted to ask you: Have you been fishing lately? Really? Oh man, I I, I haven't. I haven't. I've been I've been so been so busy working in the shop. Right. And then I got I, I got sick back in October. I don't know what the hell was up with that. I don't know if it was the corona or or whatnot. But I was having a lot of lot of issues, coughing like nonstop, having breathing problems. So right. that kind of slowed me down. Um, you think it could have been related to lighting everything in your shop on fire? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, no. okay. <laughs> Definitely not, man. That, that's actually good for you, but um, but so you're, uh, you're on the Gulf Coast of Florida. Am I am I correct? Yeah, the, 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 the Gulf Coast, but yeah, where I where I live, I'm I'm just dude. I'm I'm like one minute from Scambia Bay. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm right here by the water. Yeah. And um, I I can drive, or I can get my boat and shoot up the river, and dude, I'm way back in the backwoods swamps in no time. Or I can drive 15 minutes, and I'm at the Pensacola Beach, sandy white. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. sure, and, and blue blue water. I mean, it's 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 an awesome place to live. I mean, it's so much so much to do around here. 
What the hell were we talking about? I didn't lost my train of thought. Lighting shit on fire and all that crazy shit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. F- f- fishing, fishing. Fishing. Yeah, when, yeah. when it gets cold here, it, it's, yeah. it's just so freaking cold. And but like, what is cold out. though? Is it Come below? On. Is it sixty oh, degrees? Yeah, hey. I don't, don't, I ain't messing around with you guys. It gets down to 30 degrees, and the 30 degrees here would kick y'all's ass. It is oh, a moist, it is a moist, mm, very moist, moist 30 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, dude, it'll chill you to the bone, man. So, so yeah, um, not a, it's always been that way. It's, after, after like November, you'll have like the season of flounder gigging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That goes, a little sheep head will move around. But other than that, the winter kind of sucks for fishing. I never really do a whole lot of winter fishing. I didn't know people hmm. flounder gig. That's like a thing. I didn't. I never yeah, yeah. The, uh, the 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 flounder. They they live up in the bays. Yeah. Up in the bays during the uh, during the summer, and then the winter they migrate out to the Gulf, and that's where they spawn. Yeah. So you have the flounder run, and usually it happens the first um, cold snap around the end of October. Uh-huh. All these flounders start moving out of the bays, and man, they have been eating like monsters, getting really fat. Um, yeah. Getting mm-hmm. Out there and spawn. So, yeah, what we do is uh, we'll wade through the water anywhere from – you could be ankle deep to maybe waist deep with the big gigs. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. have lights. You do it at nighttime. Oh, and, uh, okay. You just wade through the water. Yeah, you'll see these flounder. They, they Sometimes they're right on top of the sand, or sometimes they'll go up under the sand. So it's kind of like hunting an Easter egg or something, man. It's, it's – Dude, it's 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 a lot of fun. You drink a couple natty daddies while you're oh out there. Oh God, here we dude, go. Dude, that is uh, one of the most delicious fish ever. I love uh, flounders, delicious uh, on the grill. Uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I don't you think I've ever had it. it. No, no, I don't think I have. Oh, fresh flounder is amazing, dude. It's like it's the shit. <clears throat> Let's talk about a little bit more about your shop. You got a lot more sponsors since we talked to you ten months ago. Seriously, and Bailey, Bailey's one of the big ones for you. We know you're yep. part of Team Red Label, like we are. Hey, oh. Uh, yeah, talk about uh, you've been you've been making moves and doing big things, and I, I, I'm assuming you're going to continue to do big things because I see that you're rocking and rolling every single day. Oh yeah, so yeah, ba- Bailey Industrial, uh, metal metal fabricating um, company, all kinds of awesome tools, um, and I'm here to tell you some of the stuff that I that I use from Bailey, that metal cutting bandsaw. That thing is a freaking lifesaver. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Doing, especially doing Damascus and whatnot, because, you know, you set the thing, and you just leave it alone. And it just it makes the cuts for you. And there's no metal dust going in the air for you to breathe. And uh, it really came in useful, too. I started doing mosaic. I, I, I attempted my first mosaic this past week. And right. uh, whenever after you get all that mosaic cut up, you have to do a thing called a fairy, fairy flip technique. Yep. Yep. And when you do the fairy flip, you got to cut it 45 degree angles. So yeah, I was able to turn that whole saw and cut it. But but no, Bailey Industrial, badass badass equipment. Um, and then uh, another sponsor is uh, West Systems Epoxy. You guys probably oh, yeah. know G G Flex Epoxy. Yeah. Um. Yep. So so West Systems, best epoxy I've ever used. So working with those guys. And then of of recent, the most recent is um Broadbeck, Broadbeck Ironworks. Oh yeah. Really. I ain't said anything about that yet, but I guess we'll go ahead and let that out of the bag. So, yeah, part of the Broadbeck uh, Ironworks team. Got a Broadbeck grinder over here and um, been putting that sucker to use. Loving that. Hell, yeah. Cool. Jeez Louise. Rolling, man. You're rolling. So, What's next? What's on the horizon? What's Wayne doing next? What's the next big project? I see you did a sword for Dan <laughs> Brazilian, which is like a – Dan Brazilian. Is that his name? Dan Brazilian. What's his name? <laughs> What's his Bilzerian. name? Bilzerian. Bilzerian, yeah. whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I did. It made, it made a sword. Made I just a sword know thing. he's a billionaire and he's got <clears> a, ton, a huge following. For what reason? I have no idea. He's just, he's like us guys. He's just living his life and, and kicking ass. I just, I think I, a lot of people hate on the guy. Because, yeah. um, I mean, if you got money and you got 30 hot chicks around you at any given moment, I mean, yeah. people are going to hate on you. So, yep. yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's, he, Lot, lot of hate. There's a lot of guys. Either people either love him or, or hate him. But all I can tell you from the the short time I've known him, really great, really great guy. And yeah. Especially if he takes the time to appreciate our craft. Right. That's that's what really matters, guys. Put all the other bullshit aside. I mean, if he's supporting us makers and appreciating it, because he's been mostly a gun guy, man. I mean, yeah. All pictures of all his guns. He's got a whole entire fucking gun room, and he's got one sword. He's got that sword. That- <laughs> That I made him, but uh, we've actually got some other stuff in the works. Um, we're, we're talking about making some other stuff. I'm working with Dan. On, awesome. Um, currently, I've got a sword that I'm making a big Damascus. It's going to be actually a Damascus San Mai, um, mm-hmm. and going to be inlaying black diamonds and uh, sapphires. Wow. Damn. So that that's that's what I'm working on right now, guys. Um, How'd you get in touch with him? Yeah, so I'm like, in touch with you. 
Yeah. Um, so I like, had, I, someone bought yeah. my. Uh, Go ahead. Hold up. Uh-oh. Someone, uh, I had a, you guys still there? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got oh. technical. He's back. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So, um, anyways, someone bought a machete from me and, yeah. um, really loved it and reached out to me and, and ended up being a real good friend of Dan's. Oh, and, okay. um, and then one thing led to another and, and yeah, became friends with, became friends with him. And, uh, an, another fellow, Bill Perkins, I'm not sure if you guys know him. He's a real successful self-made guy, uh, off the, um, Wall Street. But okay. Bill Bill, mm. Bill Perkins is another really cool guy. So it's it's really crazy the doors that this craft is open for me and the kind of people that you that you meet. Right. Um, doing it, doing what we do. It's pretty amazing how accessible some of these people are, and it just takes one or two connections removed from that person, and then do, like you're saying, doors start opening. So high five for you for like making that happen. And like I saw the video that you posted around Christmas time of him like the the big fucking sword reveal dude like <laughs> he it looked like he genuinely loved that fucking that that sword that you made him so i mean it looked his, it looked his, incredible dude his exact words he lo- he said he loves the sword more than he loves his ferrari <laughs> damn <laughs> my God. there you go i'd call no, that that's, a home that's run. A guy that's 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 awesome man because I, I i love these things too man i'm not sure you guys but whenever i make something it's always around me. If I'm working on a sword, I just carry it around with me. If I go somewhere, it rides with me in the truck. Or, okay, no, we. No, I don't think I don't think anybody <laughs> oh, yeah, does that. Yeah, I think you're the I'm only one that does that. I go to sleep at nighttime. I got it over next to me, leaning. Oh my the wall. god! Yeah. So did you make? Did you make the case and everything that came in too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh shit! And you oh, pulled that we, thing. Was you that gotta the have one a you cough, called you gotta have dusk? A you gotta have a coffin box. So you gotta have a. It's yeah. Dusk was the name of that that sword. Okay. You you, you gotta have a, a nice display box. It's kind of the the uh, the unboxing experience. Was that what they yeah. call that? Yeah. 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 It's, not, it's not just a sword. It's an experience. Yeah, a little yeah, like that, Roy. Yeah. Those, yeah, those yeah. Kick ass. Yeah. Those kick ass cases. His axes come in, man. Yeah. So talk like you take what you're doing to the next level on every single fucking detail. Like I've watched your leather work and your, and I think you've made a couple of uh, like wooden scabbards or something also, haven't you? Oh yeah. A ton, ton of those. So yeah. the, 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 the leather work and then the scabbard stuff. And, and again, I, I've never, I've never had any teaching or any classes with, with anything, bladesmithing, um, right, right. leather work, anything. This has all just been me just trial and error. And mm-hmm. um, that's Chris's yeah, life. That's it. It was. It's all. It's awesome that way, though, because I think if I would have been taught all these things, I the stuff I make wouldn't be as unique because you would always have the influence from the person right. who taught you. So, yeah. oh, you can't do that. You can't put these two materials together. What, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it, it, exactly. So, like these, you know, I, I wanted a way to to house these blades, but I didn't want to do like a traditional scabbard. But you know, doing the three piece wood scabbard, use I use poplar wood a lot. And um, the way I piece it up, I, I got the idea like from Sayas. A lot of these chef knife makers, they'll yeah. make something called a Saya. And it's this little wooden case. And it looks like a sheep is made out of wood that the knife goes in. And um, I thought, you know, that, that's great. I love that idea. And uh, that's kind of what I did with the, my scabbards from my swords, my machetes, and other things, is starting with that wooden kind of like a Saya and leaving the wood exposed. You know, traditional stuff, they had the wood and then they put the leather over it, you know, like your medieval swords, scabbards and whatnot. But yeah, mm-hmm. these are, these are pirate backwood scabbards, man. And, uh, yeah. so, no, that's so a good, yeah. that's a good description for it because it does everything you make has this like backwoods, like you very can carry, swampy. Yeah. You can carry it in the swamp and not give a shit and like not have to worry about messing up the leather. And like, it's just like, yeah. it looks like it's ready to go. Like well, you don't to have me, to be scared to rough it up against a tree or get it wet or whatever. To me, it looks like it's been used for 50 years. Like it's yeah. already, it already has that worn in look where you're not afraid to like bang it around and like just throw it in your fucking boat or whatever. And like, is that, it, is that part of your thing, Wayne? Like you want it to look kind of like beat up and used and like. The funny thing is, man, I really don't try to make it look like anything. I just do yeah. my style, and I've, I've always, I've always liked eclectic stuff and antiques, yeah. and, 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 and old, and old, and old things. I've been drawn to old things for some reason, man. And yeah. um, I, I, I like stuff like that. And and then too, a lot of the the way these blades look, it's a it's a result of me putting patinas on it. So the patina actually right. is going to protect that carbon steel. But but yeah, yeah, it it does look badass. And dude, these things should be used i can't stand it i mean well i mean i understand some like art knives and stuff like that but 
You or see axes, me. axes that you hang mm-hmm. on You see me. It don't matter what the hell I make. I, I can make a damn sword for thousands, thousands of dollars, man. You see me yeah. out there just beating the shit out of it. Yeah. And I think it's awesome because it shows my confidence in my work. And right. Also, maybe that person that's buying it, they, they may never do these things that I'm going to do with it, but they know that right. shit, that thing will stand up to that. It's, it's, never, it's never a question. Or yeah, they well, may absolutely do those things to it and take it out of the box and go out back and chop a tree down. Oh, probably so. <laughs> you probably, never probably, know. Never know. Probably, probably, probably so, man. But hey, that's 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 awesome, man. It's, it's getting out there and getting use use out of the tool, and that's why I've always been a big fanatic of edge things. You know, a lot yeah. of guys around where I live, everyone loves guns. Guns, this guns. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, well, it's I've, Florida. So. Yeah, I've got, kind of, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got a good bit. I've got a good bit of firearms and whatnot. But dude, yeah. I'll take a knife over a gun any day because that gun you can't go use it every day. And if you right. go to the shooting range, you got to clean the damn thing. And mm-hmm. it's just shit. Give me a badass knife or a machete or a yeah. sword. Hell, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So talk to us how you're you're getting all these fucking pig carcasses because. That's not something that I ever think about. Like, oh, I'm going to go down to my local grocery store and pick up a fucking a huge <laughs> hog here. Like, hey, walk us through that if you don't mind. Well, I've got I've got some really wild ass friends. You guys don't haven't never Shocker. met them. I've got some really wild ass friends, and, and and eventually I hope to kind of bring them into the everything that's going on. That's why I'm getting that my working on my YouTube, trying to get the YouTube yeah. going. And eventually, uh-huh. just make that like a freaking party, just. You guys can meet all these characters, but, um, but yeah, I've, I've got, I've got one fellow and he's all, he's like the connection for the, for the wild hogs. He knows everybody out there. And if someone kills a wild hog, mm-hmm. cause a lot of these things are nuisance animals. So That's right. are, say, they are nuisance animals down there. People right? don't eat them. What they do is they yeah. shoot them and then they'll save them for gator bait or whatnot. There's a lot of gator yep. hunters around here. So we feed them, we feed them to the gators, but, um, but yeah, he'll put me in touch with these folks. Like, Dude, got your pig, got your hog. And that's where all those big wild boars would come from. And, mm-hmm. uh, but here, but here recently, um, there was none around, none available. Whenever I got that that sword finished for Dan, and uh, so yeah, my my buddy he manages he manages a grocery store. He's a manager at a grocery store. Yeah. He said, "Dude, he said we can we can order whole pigs in." I was like, "Hell yeah, get me a whole pig." So yeah, he, we just ordered the pig in, dude. It's it's really gross. It's really disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad it is you really. Said that. It is really gross. I I really uh, I I question my life choices when I'm hauling around this humongous fucking pig. But yeah. it looks like a person in a fucking box, dude. And like yeah. we, we we pick it up, we flop it in the back of the truck, and it's in a box. And then then you undo the the cardboard box, and there it is, man. Oh my god, it's like fucking vacuum sealed in this plastic wrap. It's just a frozen pig. I can't. I can't. I yeah, can't. I got you. So when you cut this thing up. For your videos and stuff, are are you not? Are you giving it to the Gators? I'm assuming you're not cooking it afterwards, are you? Um. Well, here's here's here, here's the deal. Some of the stuff, if it's if it's fresh, yeah, absolutely. Some of it, you, I, I, I believe, I believe, I, I do believe in no waste. You know, I'm a I'm a born and raised country boy. I mean, shit. Yep. If I shot a damn little bird with a BB gun, my damn mom said, "You got to eat that. You're gonna eat that. You killed yeah. it. You're eating it now." There you go. You know, so I was raised that way. You know, you don't you only take what you're gonna eat and um respect respect the animals. I blow wow. What, I can't believe Wayne thinks that way. No, I re- I really do. But um those pigs that I chop up if they were already like a day or two old, then then no, they they become gator bait. They feed the local gators. I do have a pet gator, by the way. Of course you do. We'll, Dude. we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. But um, yeah. But um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, my my friends will use them and use it for gator hunting. But um, what we're gonna do this next time is if you get those those pigs, like the ones that I order, it does come gutted, but yeah. the mm-hmm. bones are in it. A lot of people are trying to tell me there's no bones in that pig that I cut up with that sword. No, yeah. it was slap full of bones. It just comes gutted. They freeze it. You thaw it out. Um, but a pig that big takes over a week to thaw out. It will. Ha- it has to thaw out for like a week and a half. Yeah. So what? You, just, you just hang it in the tree and let it thaw? Nope. The reason why it takes so long to thaw is because you've got to thaw it in a refrigerated environment. So it's still refrigerated, but it's mm-hmm. not freezing. So right. you can still eat it. But this last one we got, I didn't have no time because I was trying to wait for someone to kill a hog so I could use it for the cut test. And last thing, last effort was just to go buy the damn thing. So I let it thaw out for like three days in my shop. Mm, yummy. Oh. I bet, I bet that, that smelled real good. Yeah, I bet you that smelled um, great. Yeah, nice, yeah. juicy, freaking <laughs> gelatinous, freaking slip and slide. And all so, this is just for the theatric effect of cutting a hog in half. 
That's well, it's it. to show it's it's to show what it can do, not not to get all yeah. crazy and goofy Dungeons and Dragons shit on you guys, well, but but honestly, is, the that most, is kind of goofy and Dungeons and Dragons shit. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> no, a, a a a pig carcass is going to be the yeah. closest you got to cutting a real person. So there there you go. Um, but you, you know not, the the, ja- the Japanese guys they used to line the Japanese swordsmiths blades. They're yeah. swordsmiths. They used to line up the people that were prisoners and see how many heads they could cut off in one swing. That's how they would pass. That's how they would pass their exam. But eventually they they said, this is kind of barbaric. Maybe we should switch to something else. So that's when they started cutting tatami mats because yeah. supposedly one roll tatami mat is like a person's about like cutting through an arm. Yeah. Well, to me, I mean, these swords, I don't make these things just to look at. I mean, these right. damn things are weapons. So, you know, the, the perfect test of that sword is to put it up against something that's very similar to a person. And mm-hmm. a pig is the closest thing to a person. And uh, what you can see those swords can do to a, a pig like that, you can imagine what it would do on a battlefield or if it was in real use. So that's why I use pigs for these cut tests, to show what so, they can do. So dial us in on price, if you don't mind. Like, if, if you have to go to a grocer and say, hey, I want a fucking whole hog, like, are we talking hundreds of dollars or like? A couple, couple hundred, couple hundred, couple hundred depending, bucks, on how, yeah. depending on how big it is. I mean, you could spend anywhere between two to, two to $500 and you can get a good, a good size hog. 100, wow. 100 pound and up. So what about these, the wild ones? Is that just like a, a wink and a nod with your friend? Hey, just go shoot one of these pigs out there and let me have it? Well, there's uh, I was getting them from a Mennonite. Um, they're kind of like Amish folks. I don't yeah. know if we're wrong. But, but in, anyways, they have a lot of property. That's the way they live off the land. And they uh-huh. have a lot of nuisance hogs. So they trap them a lot and kill a bunch. So I used to get a bunch that way. But, dude, I'm telling you, those those hogs like that, those damn things are like prehistoric, man. If you guys have never seen a wild hog, they're really a wild mm-hmm. boar. Right, right, right. The, those things are built like a tank. And you right. know, I've, I've cut those things in half too before, but um, but yeah, man, we'll, we'll see. It, it's just I, I really like it. it's really cool to show what a sword can do. There's too many tests on on paper and cardboard rolls. I mean, come on, give me a break. And I know a lot of it is because of the the censorship of the social media platforms. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. Oh no, oh no. But it's kind of bullshit, man. Someone needs to be chopping up some flesh and bones, so. <laughs> All right, this took a very dark turn. Uh, let's talk about the dark. It's not dark. That's what that's what they're made for. It's a video. sword. No, yeah. no, it's 2021. Raw, are fucking way. Nobody's fighting on the battlefield anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're waiting for the zombie apocalypse. That's let's, like that. That's maybe what, that's, that's what, what these are intended for. And sometimes it feels like that may be the swords. Year. But listen, swords, listen. Hey, swords listen. don't run out of bullets, boys. Yeah, exactly. Hey, and listen, honestly. What you and your friends or these Mennonites are doing, it's a service to the state. It's a service to the state of Florida. Like, a lot of people don't realize the middle section of Florida is very – it's it's a whole bunch of farmland, cattle farms. And whenever we were driving through, there were fucking wild boars everywhere. They're running alongside the fucking highway. So good for you for doing a little population control. You know what you ought to do? You ought to go fucking python hunting. They got a bounty on those fucking snakes down there, man. I'm thinking about Sasquatch hunting, man. Well, that's fair. We, we, we you did one. some you did some music video with October Noir. Yeah, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Well, we're 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 working we're working on the music video. Those are some of my some of my friends yeah. and um really cool ass like dark metal band. Yeah. Kind of kind of got some some heavy influence from Typo Negative. Yeah. Guys know Typo Negative. That's that's exactly what bands. I heard. Yep. yep. That yeah, was one of my uh, the song they were recording there, or you guys were shooting the video for, that was awesome. That was a cover of, uh, what the hell song was it? That's a Chris remember. Isaac song, Wick, Wicked Game. And yeah. um, Typo actually never did a cover of that. So I've, I've never heard like a dark metal um, cover of Wicked Game. And yeah, they 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 nail it. They nail it, dude. So um, so is the whole video going to be shot at your shop? Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we, we were going to shoot it there at the shop. And um Lots of the band out there. We're about to get them out there in the woods and set up a stage out there. We just we just shot a clip of it. They're working on actually two music videos. There's another music video they're working on. So they did some some shooting over here at my house too because I got a I got a big. My house is kind of crazy, guys. I live like on a like a little like like a little estate or like a manor. I call it Wayne Manor, but yeah, Wayne Manor. But <laughs> but there it kind of is. It, it, it's got a kind of a gothic New Orleans kind of theme to it, man. There's just shit everywhere, and there's plants and vines, and it, it's just it, it's cool, man. It looks like you're in Transylvania over here. It does around. look very cool. I'm not shitting on it by any means. When I said it was a haunted house, it looks badass there, man. Like you're, yeah, when you again, go to you're living these, the fucking life. Yeah, you go to quench one of these swords, and you're like running outside into the vines. 
because your quench tank is buried in the ground and it's, it's dude that's genius that's genius man you got a sword yeah, cool. quenching a sword is five foot tall think about it you have to get up on a ladder yeah mm-hmm. why not just bury that thing in the ground that's it and then boom you're already it's like you're already on a ladder but you're just standing on the ground so Badass. let's talk genius. about the pet gator pet gator <laughs> i want to know about the pet gator so there's a pet gator yeah. i i started doing a lot of fishing some some tactical backwoods fishing right. I've, I've, I've always fished out of the boat but dude i've been destroying super like huge bluegill and yeah. bass uh-huh. Yep. And um, I'm just fishing creeks. I'll mm-hmm. dry, I'll look on Google Maps and I'll find where there's certain creeks, and I'll see where I can get to them. I'll just park on the side of the road, dude, and I'll walk back up under those bridges or down through the woods, and I'm going back to honey holes that people probably haven't fished in forever. And I right. am catching trophy-sized bluegill and bass. Dude, those are they're huge. Yeah, they're huge. I'm, ca- I'm catching yeah. some monster stuff. <clears throat> but anyways, one of the spots that I found. <laughs> I'm a gag to a damn coffee. Um, <laughs> one of these spots that I found, I'm there fishing one afternoon, and I swear to God, it looked like a fucking anaconda was swimming towards me. I could see it coming. It was like a, the creek turns to like this little pond back in the woods, and I saw this thing. It looked like a sea serpent. I could see like this head. Yeah. And there was a and there was a there was a big ass there was a big ass like I don't know. If it looked like a tail. It looked like yeah, it was yeah. like a like Loch Ness like monster. A, it looked like it was a six-foot-long snake. I was like, oh, my God. And, of course, I'm not going to move. I want to see what it is. It's coming straight yeah. at me. So I'm, I'm there waiting for it. And it comes to me. It's a little gator. It's like a six-foot-long gator. He comes to me and just looks. He looks at me, dude. I threw him a shell cracker, and he catches it in the air. A shell cracker is <laughs> another type of – a shell cracker is a type of rim. Yeah. So, yeah, every time I go and I fish this spot, he comes and he, he, he visits me. No it's really cool. Would I want to take him. I want to take him home, but the wife's like, "Hell no, you're not." I know. Doing that. I know crazy. you named him. What'd you name him? Oh, I didn't name him, man. I didn't what? Name him. You haven't named him? Come on. No, no. So maybe this summer. So, <laughs> in like, how dangerous is a six foot gator for all of us that don't aren't familiar with him? Oh, that's that's not dangerous. No. Yeah. When when do they start to get dangerous? Uh, I I, I probably about the time they get about eight foot. Eight, I mean, a, a six foot gator, depending on how big you are. And how they get you, it still could be a bad situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, put about an eight-foot gator up, and you're, you, you could be done for, dude. There's nothing you can do. He's going to take you and pull you under the damn water and just twist you all up. You're you're done. Then they stuff mm-hmm. you up under a log and let you rot for a couple – for about a week. Then they come back and eat you once all the flesh is rotted. That's, that's how it works. They stuff you under the log jams. <laughs> Wait, this is the weirdest – <laughs> coolest, weirdest, <laughs> darkest interview I think we've ever done, and we had you. On dark? The it's not. It's just a dark interview. This is just, just country. This is Wait, real you shit. just talked about stuffing a human body in a log to rot, so that they come back and eat it later. I didn't say I did it. I guess what gators, that's, what gators, that's what gators do. Whether they whether they kill a whatever they kill, that's what, they, they love rotten. They love rotten flesh. Like right. they, mm-hmm. they, my, my buddy, my gator hunter buddy. Um, yeah. that, that's his favorite bait. Is just a nasty rotten raccoon. They, he lets the thing get so rotten that it's about to explode. It swells. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a, and that's like the a bait sh- they use? Yeah. The, the gators love rotten bait. But but I, I guess like if they'll make a kill, like a big kill like that, they'll just yeah. stuff it under the logs and stuff and just leave it there for a while until it starts to rot. Because, you know, a gator can't just take a bite of something. Mm-hmm. A yeah. gator has to bite, and then they twist and tear off pieces. Right. So, it's just yeah, it's, it's, more, it's morbid shit. You don't want to die in the river swamp. It's it's a it's a scary place. Have you incorporated any gator skin into any of your projects? Uh, I think it is like some crocodile skin on one, yeah. and I've I've used turtle, I've used turtle skin, snake skin, um, yeah, so a little little bit of everything. I just figured living down there in the swamps, having a pet gator, like you could make all kinds of shit with that stuff, but because Not that's I'm a essentially pet that no, but that's essentially what they're killing the gators for, right? It goes to like the skinning industry. Yeah, the the skins and the uh, the, the the meat too. The gator meat, meat, yeah, yeah. Gator meat's really good, man. Some uh, some gator tenderloin. They have a tenderloin just like a deer, but the tenderloin yeah. runs down their tail. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Isn't the gator gator fat though? Like the worst tasting stuff ever. I've always heard that. Like if you get a piece of gator fat, it's the most disgusting thing ever. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't eat the fat, man. I, uh, just, eat the, I just eat the tenderloin. Yeah, so it eat is. The gator like, gator fritters, man. Gator fritters. 
Hell, hell yeah, with some crawfish, man. We were, it was a crazy story, dude. We were up in the, we were way back in the swamp one night, me and my buddy Randy. Yeah. And um, we were out there running. Randy. We were running. Oh, he's crazy. You don't need to interview him. Um, uh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a wild ass, man. But, um, but yeah, we were up in the backwoods and we were running bush hooks. So what we do is we, we tie a, we have a, a probably about a three foot, two to three foot piece of uh, twine. And right. then we'll have a hook at the bottom of it and then a weight about six inches up from that. And we'll put cut bait on it or whatever you want to bait it with. And you tie it to a tree limb that's mm-hmm. hanging just over the top of the side of the river. And you bait them. And what it acts like is when a catfish comes up and bites it and gets hooked, that limb acts like a fishing pole. You guys familiar with that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's awesome. But we'll do that down here. But we were, we were running bushes one night. And um, we were standing there in the water. And we looked down in this crawfish everywhere just chilling out there yeah. on, the, on, the, on the riverbank. So me and my buddy, we start scooping up all these crawfish. We didn't have anything to cook them in, so we took our worm can. We threw all the worms out of the worm can, washed it out, and uh-huh. we made a boiling pot out of that worm can, and we boiled crawfish, dude. Right we there? fresh boiled crawfish, dude, and nat- natty daddies. <laughs> how, many, how many crawfish did you get? I mean, doesn't it take a lot to get full? Dude, we probably caught like 40 crawfish. They were just, they were everywhere. And what was so crazy is I'm there picking up crawfish and my buddy goes, stop, stop, hold up, don't move. I'm like, what, what, what? I look down, there's a freaking water moxin right Holy between my shit. legs. Next uh, thing I know, my buddy grabs the water moxin. He picks it up. He, it. He, he laughs and he throws it. And yeah. all I see is this water moxin through the moonlight just fly <laughs> through the air <laughs> and landing in the middle, landing in the middle of the river. I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> You're probably immune to water moccasin venom anyway. Holy man. hell, dude. That was that was crazy. I always remember that night, not so much for the water moccasins, but for the freaking horrible case of poison ivy I got, dude. Oh, God. Oh, man. I was, I don't know what the hell. I was walking through the through the swamp, and man, some poison ivy hit my face. My whole oh, face was Jesus. Oh, it's fucking awful. Oh, it's wow. Awful. So, yeah, it was from that night, but yeah. So, like, adventure. It seems like walking in a swamp at it, you know, in the dark, you're you're opening yourself up for a lot of shit that can go wrong. And oh, it no, seems no that doubt. you and it seems like you do this fairly frequently. I mean, I've seen I've seen your stories or videos or whatever where you're like you're cruising in your little John boat and like there's almost no fucking sunlight in Oh man, dude, I was I was I was running bush hooks. I told you I used to that's how I made money whenever yeah. I was in high was in high school. I ran bush hooks and I was like a I was like a um uh commercial cat fisherman but i wasn't it wasn't legal i was just going out there and running bush hooks and then cleaning them and then my uncle would help sell them to all the the residents out there in molino and um it's a area of florida out there by scamby river yeah but, um but yeah dude I, dude I was out there from the time i was 16 years old i'd be by myself in the middle i'm talking whenever the river would get really high mm-hmm. you had to go up into the backwoods swamps to chase the fish because all the catfish go up into the skinny water back in the swamp so, yeah. dude, I'm so far back in there, you can totally get lost, and yeah. you, you can only find your way out by watching the flow because the flow is always flowing towards the towards the river, so you can throw a leaf there and watch where that leaf goes. But, dude, I'm talking way the hell back in there, middle of the night, creepy as hell, dude. I, I guess you get desensitized to it, but you hear all kinds of weird shit. You'll have a big owl just sitting there just staring at you, man, and his head mm-hmm. just rotating as you as you go through there and big beavers you'll hear like this big kawoosh yeah slapping their tails on the water oh yeah those beavers pissed off beavers back there in the swamp but um but yeah man it's it's kind of crazy but it's beautiful it's beautiful too man it's it's awesome i just i just love nature and being out there do do they call um sasquatch something else down there like the swamp version of sasquatch well some people call them a skunk ape the reason they call skunk ape is supposedly they they stink there's a theory that they live underground it's just um, that's cat wandering can... around naked. Well, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> That'll make I don't I don't make it down that far. So yeah, so, they call them skunk ape because because they because they stink. I got to tell you guys a story. I know. Here we like, go. Okay, I t- I told Roy about this. Okay, right. so I I meet a lot of interesting people doing what I do. No obviously. kidding. Obviously. Okay. Well. <laughs> that, that that there's a bunch of people from that band that were over here to shoot that music video. We had the Halloween party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Supposedly they all think my place is haunted. They they okay. swear yeah. it's haunted. There's all kinds of weird things that supposedly we people hear or see over here. Right. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, they were over here that night, and there's a guy. He went to go piss, and he walked down the back of the property out by the. I got a creek that circles my property, kind of like a moat, and um, 
Of course and you do. Sw- I, 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 this this shit sounds so ridiculous. I mean, it's, I swear to God, this is this is real stuff. He swears he saw these creatures down by the creek. And mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever, man, whatever. And the dude was just panicked, panicked looking. He, he hauled out. He, had, he left. He didn't even stay. They left and went home. And mother buddy said, oh, man, you ever be careful. I was like, what? What? I said, you guys are just ridiculous. You are just retarded. And anyways, he draws this picture of these things. He says there was two of them down by the creek. And he draws them. And it's the weirdest. It looked like frogmen or something. It's got this yeah. kind of domed head, <laughs> domed head, these really, these really long uh, – these really long ass arms, yeah, and uh, a little bit freaky, man. But I'm, I'm like, whatever, whatever. He said, dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But here's the weird thing: my son, about two years ago, swore he saw some monster in the woods, and he was like five years old at the time. He's watching those YouTube videos. I figured shit. He's just watching stupid YouTube videos where the guys see monsters and all. It's making up shit. Yeah. Well, well, he said something about it again about a, about uh, you know about a year ago. Well, I asked Wayne. He's six years old now. I said, I said, dude, can you draw those things you say you saw in the woods? No way. I shit you not. These two damn pictures. That's right. the one my son drew. Right. Show him the other one. Show him the other one, Roy. Uh, so right here. show it as a picture of what looks to be like a slender man with Look a at that. weird frog head. Look at that. That's what this guy drew. Now, the guy's a grown-ass man, but he, he drew that. And I asked my son, I said, draw these things you say you see. And, um, and, and, and yeah. And his son draws this. Wow. His son well, never saw the other one. So what's that guy's name that everybody's drawing a picture of? I know you know the guy. Yeah, actually. That's Rick and Teddy. They're down there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't where you guys want Daddy, daddy. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> you guys want to know what I do with the pig carcasses. So I guess it's just out of the bag now that, you know, feeding the evil fucking monsters. But, but dude, yeah, they, they've kind of had me a little bit freaked out lately, man. I, yeah. I spend a lot of time out there in that damn shop. And, um, you know, I'm out there really late at night. And, yes. dude, I have. I've been hearing weird shit out there lately. So I got these industrial lights from Home Depot with the damn so super you can houses. Throw the, so the, I throw the switches on. <laughs> I done put them bastards out the back of my deck, man. I got that shit lit up like Christmas out there now because that, that shit ain't going to sneak up on me. Yeah. I don't know what the hell these people think they're seeing. I think I still think they're full of shit, but you just never, you never, you never know. Someone's tried to tell me I got Wendigo back there. I don't. Y'all are familiar what? with Wendigo? You're not even supposed to say the name. Suppose if you say the name, it'll it'll come for you. Okay. Say what? It, 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 it's like this. It's like this Indian. It's like this. It's a. It's, oh, it's a Native oh, yeah. American thing, the Wendigo. Yeah, I've heard about that. So supposedly, uh, so everyone swears that I've got Wendigo out here on my property. So interesting. If anything ever happens to me, guys, you know there could probably be things. There, there. We know more about space than we do about the ocean. That's like a true fact. Yeah. So there could be shit living still that nobody. Nobody has seen. And it's just, not out of the realm it, of possibility. It, it crawls out of the gulf and goes right up to Wayne's fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you guys got any pig carcasses? <laughs> hey, I did. One of my chickens did die. One of my chickens got freaking murdered last week. Yeah. Well, that, anything pissed, that, pissed, that, that pissed me off. Did so, they take yeah, the body or leave it? They left it, man. It looked well, like they ate it like a corn cob. You know, like you eat yeah. a piece of corn. That's yeah. the way my chicken like it was eight. And that's it, usually but, like uh, raccoon will do that, or even uh, some hawks will do that. I've came home before to carcasses laying in the driveway or in the backfield where the whole center, just the breast meats, ate out of them, and they're everything else. That's kind of like it was, but it was it was my one-eyed chicken. <laughs> of course, you have a one-eyed chicken. <laughs> what I, what was his name Willie? <laughs> oh my god! Was, I don't know. Really? The one I don't know how chicken. she had only one eye, but one day I was just looking and she had one eye. So I, I don't know what happened to that chicken. She was really nice though, but yeah. but at least at least they got the one eyed one. All my, my other ones are okay. So I've still got three chickens now. I make a lot take, of eggs. Did you take the what's left of the chicken and go feed it to your pet gator and keep the circle no, of no, life I gave, going? I gave gave the chicken a Viking funeral. Made a little small boat, put it in the creek. Oh, I got weirdo. me a bow and arrow. Fucking Just weirdo. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you had me for a second. You had me. No, I just, uh, I just threw it in the woods. This dude's going off the, the deep end. I threw it in the woods. I, 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 thought, a few, I, I thought of a few fond memories of me and one eye, and then I you, chunked her into the woods. Fed it, you fed it to those goddamn lizard people. That's why, that's Dude, why they seriously. keep coming back, because you're really? feeding them shit. I mean, hell, if I had chicken dinner every night out the backyard, I'd stay there around, too. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's still up for grabs. My house could have been built on an Indian burial ground. I don't, I don't know. This, That's this weird. house that they had to bring in like 80 dump truck loads of dirt here where I live because it was, it's, dude, I'm telling you, this creek, I could stand out my balcony on the back of my house. Yeah. I could throw, I could throw a penny and it would land in my, in the fucking creek. And when it storms, the creek is like right next to it. It's crazy. It's like it's like I live right next to a river, but it's just a creek. But are um, you yeah, born had... and raised in this place, Wayne? Like yeah, not where yeah. you live, but in this town you live in? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember you talking about you know saying you were a kid, catfish hunting or what all that stuff. It's just like it's a crazy lifestyle down there. It really is. It, it's it it's all, it's awesome. It's awesome, man. I mean. Like, I mean, my thing is I'd be out there running bush hooks and back in the yeah. backwoods swamps chasing water moxins, you know, and then the very next day I'm out there surfing. I'm surfing out at did your beach, dad, dude. Did like, your dad do that stuff? Was he into that kind of stuff? Like, where'd you um, start? How'd you start doing it? Did you, did you have any brothers or anything? My uh, my my dad, that's actually what we we did a lot of fishing. We didn't watch sports. I never watched <laughs> yeah. football, baseball. Like, we went fishing whenever we – my dad would pick us up from school and take us – down to Perdita River, which is basically like this, this, it's a real shallow water river and back in the middle of nowhere. And yeah, yeah. in the afternoons, we go float down the river and fish and hang out. So, you know, kind of just, kind of just raised out there, raised on the water, whether it was the bay, um, or out in the river in the creeks. Um, so, so yeah, my, my dad, my dad wasn't raised doing that though. Yeah. Um, they didn't really do anything. They're, they're poor. They're poor sign painters. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're like right on the. Would you say it was called Scambia Bay? A Scambia Bay, yep. A Scambia Bay. That's that's crazy, crazy place mm-hmm. to live. So it, like, you're not an anomaly down there, right? Like a, a lot of your neighbors. No, like, everybody's it, weird down there. Yeah, they're all yeah. like him. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm the king. You're, you're the, the king. king. You're the king of the weird. The Wayne Manor. Oh, dude, you gotta think. I mean, there there's no blacksmiths. In Florida, there's very there's very few, especially where I'm at. I'm right here, like on the on the verge of touching Alabama. Alabama I'm right here on that yeah. Florida Alabama border, and man, it's just it's just there's no real bladesmiths down here. I mean, there's some guys in their backyards beating on steel and whatnot, but as far as someone really doing it, yeah, um, I, I, I'm it. So yeah, I'm, I, I I definitely uh, am a little bit unique compared to the rest of the folks around here. But yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting people here in. Uh, in Wait, in yeah, just, just so you know, you're not unique to just the people around there. You're unique to a lot of people. And oh, I don't mean okay. that as an insult. I mean that as like you're doing totally different shit than anybody else is doing. I think that's ultimately what's going to set you apart in this whole crazy game that we're all in right now is your style and the, the things you're doing and the theatrics and the over-the-top shit you're doing and cutting pig carcasses and feeding gators and lighting shit on fire. It's really fucking cool, man. Seriously, like bringing it all back, you are living the fucking life. Like it's it's not a joke, and, right? And I think you know people are just drawn to that to you because you're so fucking weird, you're so authentic, and you don't give a fuck anymore. And you're different. And I I think people, I think people just aspire to have a just a piece of that. And for you to live it every fucking day, I mean, hats off, congratulations. I mean, and and if you weren't, if you were a shitty blacksmith or bladesmith or whatever, and like that's one thing. But you're making fucking awesome stuff. <laughs> you all right there? <laughs> I had a humongous loogie, man. Like a fucking, like a, it was like an oyster, dude. Jesus Christ! I Wait, tried, are you uh, doing? I tried to there... be incons- inconspicuous. No, it wasn't in at fucking all. garbage can. <laughs> we picked up every single nuance and little hawk that we heard is there any more uh tv stuff in the works for you i know you did you did the bonfire show and then you did the uh predecessor to that which was uh what was that show called the one that you went on there night for death night for death yeah is that thing even on anymore no it's not and dude that's that's such a shame because that was the most fun (laughs) ever was yeah just to be set loose on a course and just say Go do your thing, but it, it, you know, I, I wish, I wish that was still around, but yeah. um, it's, it's just, it, I think it just flopped because of the people that they found on there. Some of these folks, my, my damn grandma could have swung a blade better than yeah. some of the shit that I saw on there. And you know, people mm-hmm. say, don't hate, I don't want to say that I'm hating, but in a way, well, I kind of am because you guys fucked up the show. So yeah. But, so is um, there anything? Are, do you have anything in the works right now that you can talk about that, or have you been approached by anybody like that to keep on? 
like keeping that kind of craziness alive. Well, yeah. Well, I've, back a while. It's been a while back now. I was talking to the producers of Forged and Fire. They're wanting to get me back on there for a uh, for a champion champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And um, but like I said, I haven't I haven't talked to them in a while. But you know, I, I hate to tell you, I'm I'm to the point now. I, I don't even think I'd even go on the show if they call okay. me and want me to go on it. I think I'm kind of beyond. Yeah, beyond, beyond that, man. I just I, I'm I'm taking a different path now, and I'm I'm being me, and that's yeah. the main reason why I'm we start. You see the you see the videos that we're producing over here. I've got a friend of mine. He's help, he's helping me with uh, the video stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, man, really getting some. So ethics. you want you want people to go to to your YouTube channel, which is I mean that's ultimately your goal, right? Basically, I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna make I'm gonna make my own TV show is what I'm getting at. So okay, I'm, yeah. I, I'm just but for so right plug now, your YouTube just, channel. What's your YouTube channel to where uh, people? Pirate, Pirate Forge. Okay, so just search YouTube Pirate Forge. Yeah, but got I got a couple videos on there. I make a uh, I make a fillet knife out of fish hooks. I was, I, rem- I was gonna ask you about that. That then was freaking genius. And then you went out. I forged a, then I forged a fish hook out of a piece of a coil spring. I heat treated this fish hook. I forged a circle hook. Then I mm-hmm. go fishing up under a bridge in a culvert inside mm-hmm. a culvert, and I catch catfish polywalk catfish then i come home and i clean the catfish with the flay knife i forged from fish hooks it's fucking huh. awesome that's yeah, fucking that, awesome what was the kind of catfish you said polywog or a butter cat brown bullhead brown oh, bullhead, bullhead okay. catfish okay mm. but I'm, I'm catching i went to this place one of these creek spots that i fish okay and it, it was really flooded it's a, is that a tornado fucking what's going on here no it's, it's, it's the that's the uh noon bell that they ring every fucking day <laughs> what the hell Fuck, it sounds like, it sounds like an apocalypse or something Some Some yeah it's the siren that <laughs> yeah, goes that, off every day at 12 that's not pleasant there used to be there used to be a huge factory here and every day at noon they would fucking ring the siren it's lunchtime and then, af- lunch. then, af- then after the fucking factory blew up um, people like they got nostalgic with it. Like, and now the fire station rings the fucking siren every goddamn day at, at noon. That's so my whole thing is like, what if a tornado happened, like came at fucking noon and oh, like everyone's just, just like doing their thing. Ah, no yeah. big deal. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's freaky, man. We got, there's a, you, I, I live next to UWF university of West Florida. Uh-huh. It's a good sized college campus. And, um, it's, it's right up the road from me. And at noon the bells toll, mm-hmm. but but that, that's that's a pleasant sound. It's, that's a yeah. pleasant sound. That Not sounded like, like people were getting ready to die. Seriously, zombies are coming every day. Zombies are coming. <laughs> Wayne, I cannot thank you enough, buddy. I love everything you're doing. I know there's a, a big crowd of people that love everything you're doing. Thank you, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Uh, I'm glad you made it out of whatever sickness shit you had back in October. Really. And, you're rocking and rolling, buddy. Keep. I mean, yeah, I'm just I'm getting back up to full speed, guys. And yeah. I've got some big, crazy plans. You guys have no clue what you're about to be seeing. Here. Oh shit! Here's shortly. I got some shit that's gonna make the shit that I've been doing look like nothing. So really awesome. Oh, very yeah. cool. I'd like to say that you're looking good after everything, but dude, you look oh, like a you. scraggly yeah, motherfucker. He looks thank like thank you, thank you. he looks like he should be in the swamp. You guys oh just hate on this beard, this beard <laughs> action. Look at this. No, I love it, dude. I, I mean, dude, it. It, 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 it's it's crazy. I've I've had to take down all the mirrors in my house because my right, wife bought like, Jesus Wayne, Christ, look at don't that. Don't zoom in any further. Don't yeah. zoom in uh, any further. Thank you very much. For, uh, you guys for for at Pirate Forge on Instagram. Go to his YouTube channel. He only has 900 subs on his YouTube channel. He's going to start putting out more content for that. He wants to create his own television show. He's maybe he'll capture lizard people on camera, and that'll be. It's very, it's very, it's quite, it's quite, quite possible. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. Again, Wayne, we love everything you're doing. Seriously, thank you. Keep thank killing you it. Very much. Yeah, you're kicking ass, man. Thanks again, very much, guys. From me and Roy, this is a wrap. On the Axe and Iron Podcast. Peace out, fellas.